Hello and welcome to a brand new inspiring episode of the quest for new inspiration. My name is Katie Gates and I am so excited to share with you my episode with Sarah Parsons. She is a formal she is a former brand expert who works with some pretty big names like Nike and Adidas. During our conversation, she shares about how she realizes true fulfillment goes beyond traditional markers of success, as well as her journey diving into leadership development and whole life alignment. I hope this episode inspires you as much as it's inspired me. All right. Well, Katie, great to be here tonight. Um, I'm Sarah Parsons. I'm a strategy execution consultant and leadership coach. and I work with billion-dollar brands as well as high-achieving individuals and teams to kind of supercharge what's working and dis- ditch dysfunction. Um, I think in that, just kind of what's led me to that is really my own journey through through burnout and imposter syndrome and raising neurodivergent kids and leading complex teams and meetings all day and all night and all all the things. Um, I, yeah, I having. Gosh, a little all over. Um, yeah, have been in the industry for 20 years now, which feel really old saying wow. that, but <laughs> I suppose that's officially midlife. Um, but, you know, working with companies like Nike, Adidas, and other, you know, big brands in the sporting goods space, as well as a few other industries, um, just kind of getting to a point where I, I woke up one day several years ago and realized that you know, I checked all the boxes of what I said I wanted to. I, I worked for name brands. I had an MBA. I had all the certifications. I was married. I had the house in the suburbs. I had two little kids at the time and and I was miserable. And really just learning that like, you know, it wasn't everything it cracked up to be. And as I started digging into that, you know, life life was hard. There was a lot going on. And, you know, anytime you have, you know, dual working parents and state of childcare today, state of corporate America, all all the things we could go into. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, there's legitimately a lot, but I was also making it harder than mm-hmm. I needed to. And it, in that, just kind of through some exploration, talking with some family and friends, got connected with a coach and the whole world of professional coaching was completely new to me at that time. I was like, life coach, woo-woo. I don't know about <laughs> that, but... Um, but it had been recommended by a few people and the coach I ended up connecting with um, worked with a lot of leaders and leadership teams on this and was really looking at whole life and making that connection between leadership and life and business and like, oh, oh, right. Like I am the same person 24 hours a day and how I can look at how each of those areas are impacting the other and where there's so many things that I can't control, there's also a lot of things that I can and recognizing how much of that you know capacity for change lies within me um at the very first thing we started with um I I jokingly called it and it stuck um the trigger tracker yeah (laughs) and yep so we you know talk about coaching as being you know kind of like a way to look at the you know changing the big things by looking at the everyday small things yeah and as someone that's very, you know, driven and action oriented on this, um, when when I got the homework coaching homework assignment of just just notice. Notice when you're getting triggered, notice when you're getting anxious, and just write down those times. 
come on, what, how, how is that going to do anything to help? Um, <laughs> That'd like, be a task. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I do the eye roll and I'm like, really, you, you want me to do a trigger tracker? But I did, you know, uh, type A, I'll, I'll follow my homework. And, and in that, just realizing how powerful noticing is and just noticing what's going on around you and not trying to force change or not trying to always have, you know, the next step on the to-do list and I need to achieve this next thing. Just like what's actually going on here, that slowing down, being being mindful. And through that and continuing to work with a coach, you know, off and on over the last several years, just got to a point where I'm like, oh, I, I've made a lot of small changes over time and it all started just by noticing. What are some of the bigger obstacles that you kind of noticed that um, were kind of, I guess, blocking you to get from, the, I guess, those big brand jobs to just the, I guess, not really a more relaxed life, but a more detailed focused, maybe? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, uh, like, part of it is really getting honest with myself and what I want in life. And and recognizing how much that seems like so all-consuming, even in the moment, like really isn't for life or a stuck and you can make change. So, you know, some of the big things at that point in time were, um, you know, I was in a pretty, well, I had some dysfunctional team dynamics going on around me and looking at and in the midst of a lot of reorgs, you know, I'm sure as yeah. corporate America, there are reorgs and layoffs and team restructurings and this, that, and the other, that just the, the chaos in that. And with, uh, in middle management, where you both have, you know, multiple people that you're accountable to for things, as well as leading a team, realizing I was allowing other people's perceptions and opinions and their function and dysfunction to to impact me more than I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I also recognized that I was doing a great job of being the leader that I wish I had and leading my team differently than I was being led, but I wasn't giving myself that same grace and I wasn't giving myself that same space that... Um, you know, when I turn around and looked at like, okay, if I were, if I were coaching me, if I were mentoring myself, like, what would I say? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, a lot less judgment than I'm giving myself right now and a lot more grace and space and asking for help. And I think on the personal front, for sure, um, was definitely helped out in that time frame. My parents retired near us and that was a game changer from just having extra support from a kid standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but also even professionally, actually, who am I kidding? Professionally and personally. Um, just getting on to like what's truly important. What can I what can I delegate? What what truly doesn't matter? Um, you know, it's the you heard of the the five 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 rule. Yes. Like what's gonna matter in, in five minutes and five months and five years? And you know tonight whether the dishes get done or not like they'll still be there tomorrow but taking that time to well I was gonna say play Minecraft I don't play Minecraft um to observe my children playing playing Minecraft it's like I have two boys they're 10 and 11 now so we are all in the world relate with them while they play 
<laughs> exactly. I can ask some questions. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, but just like being being present and, right. you know, I think COVID and the pandemic hitting in the middle of all of that and going through, you know, both my husband and I went through layoffs in that season and that'll definitely cause you to reassess life and priorities and just kind of pivot where we are and then really taking the opportunity to you know to build the life that we want to have and and I think that sounds well it does sound really privileged in a lot of ways and you know and it's not easy at all and I'll say even today I I had the moment where I had had a little bit of free space and felt felt the shoulds creeping up. You know, I should do this. I should do that. I should. It's like like just pausing for fifteen seconds. And what's what's going to be the most impactful and beneficial in this moment? And in that moment, it was like take a breath, walk around the block, make another cup of coffee, and then buckle down and power through a few things that had just been took ten minutes to do, but had been lingering on the to to do list for a week. Yes, um, I, lo- I have that problem too. <laughs> I am a sucker for those little tiny tasks that will take two minutes, and you're just like, "I'll do it like tomorrow or Thursday." <laughs> yeah, and and the number of times it's something that's been tomorrow, Tuesday, or six months from Tuesday. Yeah, and then when you actually do it, it takes ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that you realize, like, yeah, that's been on the list for six months. Maybe it doesn't actually matter, and yeah. I should just delete it from the list. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah. Can you um, share kind of like a defining moment during this transition where you kind of realized this was either your purpose or that it was really kind of fulfilling your life? Yeah. I would say kind of making making the leap from, you know, corporate big business to consulting and coaching was partially you know, partially intentional and partially by default. Um, I think after after I got laid off and was having the what what do I want to be when I grow up moments, um, I was sitting with my sister actually and my coach who became a friend, and they they were both like, okay, this is it. Like you you know you're going to become a coach now, and this is what you're going to do. And here's when the training for the certification program starts and you have a seat signed up for it okay um <laughs> yeah but i think in so i'd say like that was kind of the the definition moment but really the turning point i'd say um the day after i got laid off and it was a you know a corporate restructuring whole team of us um Took my kids to the zoo because I I need to get out of the house and do something to just not sit here and and wallow, and and realizing I had poured so much of myself into you know into a company that's an incredible company, but also all about the bottom line and dollars and cents, and I had done that at the expense of myself and my family, and and my values and and had I not gotten laid off I never would have left so you know even being able to take the you know the ego blow that comes with that but also look at it and reframe it as it was the kick out of the nest I didn't know I so desperately needed 
That was just perfect. I love it. <laughs> so if you could, I guess, look back, you know, as a fellow marketing business person, I have had those same dreams of working for Nike and those big brands in college. What would you kind of go back and tell yourself about what, you know, what your dreams actually do mean and what they would become to eventually? Ooh, that's a good one. I think it's people are people, no matter the size or name recognition of a brand. And and you only have one life to live. Or are you really living today according to the values of who you want to be and and living that that life? And it's so easy to say you know, well, this will happen next year or that'll happen next year. And like not being afraid to say yes to big, hard things and not being afraid to say no to a lot more. I love it. Well, not that you just gave so much brilliant advice right there, but could you probably give me like one more last piece of advice for our listeners? Oh, it's <laughs> any. As someone who can get a little bit too, you know, type A caught up in, in, in the to-dos and things, like, have fun. Don't, don't forget that it's fun. And, and how can you find the, the little fun things? Um, I, a client that I worked with a year or two ago had, had a phrase that every Thursday she would say, happy Friday Eve. And, and we got a big laugh and it stuck with me. And I think it's looking at finding those fun little things that, you know, happy Friday Eve. It's, it's silly, but it just puts us all in the mindset at the beginning of a meeting, at the beginning of anything else that, you know, we're, we're here to live a life. We're not here to spend 15 hours a day of meetings. Yes. No more 15 hour meeting days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if anybody wants to learn more from you or possibly learn more about you as a coach, where can they go? Yes, absolutely. You can find me at strategysarah.com or at strategysarah on Instagram. That is Sarah with an H on the end. And I would absolutely love to offer any of your listeners a totally complimentary 30-minute kind of coaching intro session and dig into what's going on in your life. Awesome. Do you have any kind of, I guess, focus that would be, I guess, a niche for people in your coaching world? Yeah, I would say I am particularly passionate about um, mid-level management and people that are getting it from the highs and lows and really anyone that's feeling burnout. Yes, you got advice to share. (laughs) (laughs) I have lived it, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly hope this episode leaves you with a little bit of positive mindset or some action to step forward with. I am so excited to get back to interviewing these amazing guests and sharing them with you. But if you have an inspirational story or an inspirational guest you'd like to share with me, make sure you send me a DM and let me know. I'd love to talk to them. As always, make sure you tune in next week for some more inspiration.